The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Good morning, Roxy Soxy. Good morning, Tam Tam. How are you? I am so much better now that you're in the presence of me in Nashville, Tennessee. I mean, who would not want to be there? I mean, so it's... if you were like, "Hey, come to California," I'd be like, "I'm not coming to California," and I was like, "Get your ass to Nashville," and you're like, "Okay." So right. I feel like you want to get away from your family. I wanted to do a little escape. I'm not gonna lie. Did I'm you? like, yeah, I'm like Nashville. Kind of sounds like a fun little break. You know, I can get my Southern twang going <laughs> Except again. Except you booked in fucking Franklin. Like your hotel is so far away from me, like 45 minutes away. And last night you're like, last night guys, she was like, oh, I'm just, I just got to bed. It's 4 p.m. I'm gonna stay here. I'm like, you're, you're getting out. See, see how much you you're... missed me. You're like, well, if you, I can tell too. I can tell in the tone of your voice. You were like, oh, well, I guess, um, I guess you know, just... I wanted to see you, but if you're like too tired. She flies into <laughs> Nashville for two days and she's staying at the Hyatt in Franklin. I mean... And like doing what? So she ended up coming. You ended it's up coming. It's free breakfast, okay? That is, I'm sure okay. you booked free breakfast. And so you came, but then you said that the Uber was a pickup truck. <laughs> I've had two Uber pickup trucks so far. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm really, I'm getting into this Southern thing. You know, my husband mm. wants to buy a pickup truck and we are officially... <laughs> I'm officially out. That's like, okay. Is... You can jump in the back cab, honey. You can take the kids in the back, take the dog. <laughs> Just put them in the trunk. Yeah. You good. I don't know. I feel like if we have a truck, like, I'm, I've really lost who I am. <laughs> <laughs> or have you gained They're expensive, you though. Do you know yeah, they're that? They're like 100 and something. Yep. Some of them are like, he's like, I want this truck. I'm like, that's $83,000. <laughs> he wants I'm top like, of the I'm line. I'm getting the Cartier bracelet way before your dumbass truck. <laughs> but a pickup truck is hours of fun. Yeah. I mean, That come is on. true. Well, my, our next guest has just moved to Nashville. Yes. And she's like one of my favorite people. Um, she was always my favorite person. And then I DS slid, in, slid, into her DMs, slid into her DMs. And now she's my friend, even if she doesn't want to be. Um, and I keep like, I keep guilting her into being my friend. I'm like, well, I guess I'm just alone in Nashville. And like, I have no friends. She's like, I'll be your friend. It's fine. <laughs> so who do we have on today, Roxy Soxy? We have on today one of your favorite Nashville girls and also- Who used to live in California. California. Yeah, used to be a California. She's a California transplant. We were actually talking about that before this. Um, beautiful blonde Ali Mano. Welcome <laughs> to the show. Hi. Thanks for having me. Did you slide into my DMs or did I slide into your DMs? <laughs> We See, were doing even some sliding. It was just like mutual sliding. It was sliding. just a mutual it slide. It was a slip and slide. You know, I think it was that we, back in the day when like people used to do those giveaways. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. And then like you were you were wondering about something and then you, you asked a few questions to some of us and I responded. Okay. And that's how the magic happened. It's just oh. a true love story from there. It was story. love at first sight, you guys. Or, or, or necessity because we don't know anyone else. <laughs> Uh, it's like one of them. <laughs> well, I feel like a place like Nashville, so many people mm. move here and everybody honestly feels a little bit out of place. Yeah. Because there's, right. so, there's so many transplants here. Right. Yeah. Um, so we just sort of bonded over that. And now here Do we are. Do you feel mm. like when people ask you where are you from, you don't want to say California? 
<laughs> yes and no. Like, yes. Tell me the truth. Because I think a lot of people feel like us Californians have, yeah. like, ruined Nashville, yeah. like, in a way. Because it's, like, it's changing so much and the prices have gone up and all the houses and all yeah, of that. Yeah. But, like, I'm so proud. I mean, I'm not even from California. Let's <laughs> yeah, <you're> like, <laughs> I'm from Massachusetts. I'm from Massachusetts. Yeah. Right. But I, I lived in California for, like, 15 years. I feel yeah. like once you've lived somewhere a decade, like, you yeah. can officially kind of say, like, yeah. you're You've lived, I don't know, you're that. My kids were born there. Your kids yeah, are born my there? My kids were born there. Exactly. exactly. Both my kids. So, yeah, I'm proud to be from California. Yeah, I love, yeah. I do love California. But do you miss it? Do you miss the lifestyle of California? There are so many things I miss, and then okay. there are things that I don't miss. Yeah. And I miss the events. Like, in L.A., mm-hmm. there was always something to do. Like, yeah. take my kids to, like, a fun little event that was being thrown or a mm-hmm. rooftop bar event for a new brand. Or so There was just mm-hmm. always something going on. It's mm-hmm. a lot slower pace here in Nashville, mm-hmm. even though there's a lot of entertainment. Um, but then, you know, like, just it's so uh, congested. Like, yeah. I do love the space here. And, mm-hmm. like, one thing that's actually really hard for me to wrap my head around is in, in Nashville, or in Nashville, if something's 15 minutes away, it's, like, 10 miles away or something, yeah. right? I know. Whereas in California, in L.A., at least, if it's something's like 15 minutes, block. it's around the block. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, like, I'm trying to, like, grasp that new sense of yeah. distance. What do was, feel- like, the final straw that made you want to move? Because I feel like we kind of like, my husband and I kind of play with that too. Like, we're like, should we move somewhere? Should we yes. stay in LA? <laughs> yes. Yes. yes, <laughs> yes. Well, Two things. Cost mm. of living. Okay. And um, I didn't want my daughter to grow up in Hollywood. She is um, an actress through and through. I mean, this girl is a performer. Yeah. Um, But I was like, oh, I just don't want her like exposed to that too early. I want her to grow up normal. And then if yeah. she wants to run off to Hollywood, she can. <laughs> right? Um, And then cost That's of living. Like some people see like our home in Nashville and they're just like, oh my gosh. I'm like, when you had your first two homes in LA and yeah. you like, it, it goes up after you ho- have a home for a few years, the price jumped up so much. You right. save money and then you come to a place like Nashville, right. which the prices have gone up quite right, a bit. Don't right. get me wrong. But, but it's not even close. It's not, it's, yeah. Like, you I mean, it is, maybe it is here. close. And maybe it's, I, I think in the beginning, like, I would go, you know, the Green Hills house, honeys, were like, they used to be a million bucks, yeah. like just under a million. Now they're like, quadruple you know what I mean like four yes. times that um I got in at the right time though <gasps> see yeah. I got in like right so as I smart it, as it started peaking right and I was like oh, or started going up and I was like oh, oh my gosh I'm overpaying for my yeah, house yeah, yeah and then now it's worth like I don't know so much. 30% so, more or something yeah. than we bought it a year ago so oh, it's wow. like you know it's crazy mm-hmm. I remember coming out of my kid's school and there was um like human feces on the floor um it's like this really great school it's very expensive and I just like I was like I think we're done <laughs> Like, mm. like we saw, and then, and then we were living on Outpost, which was, um, uh, like the hills in the Hollywood Hills. And when we came down, this was like around the same time we saw like a dead body. Um, and they were covering, <laughs> they were covering up the dead body, like trigger warning. <laughs> should probably put a trigger warning to this before I say this sentence. Trigger but they warning. were, they were, they were putting a, a homeless man in like a, a body bag, oh, and that's we're just like, I think, I think what we don't think, we don't remember about California or LA. Maybe you, mm. you don't mean LA. Is that for me? I didn't feel safe anymore. Mm. Like I didn't, I didn't. I felt like there was an unhinged feeling that I don't feel like is here. That I don't, I didn't know at any second if someone, if I cut someone off on the freeway, if they could get out with a gun. I don't feel that here. I feel like if someone might honk once a week. Well, if Roxy's driving, they might honk every day. You like my wee rides. You like my she wee calls rides. She them wee, like wee. But, but I'm like, yes, I peed myself. It's so funny because the cut off, cutting someone off in traffic and having a gun, I worry about that way more here than do I do you? in California. Because so everyone has a gun. Oh, but they do in California, too. No, I, 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 I really do think they do. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. And, and, yeah. I just but, feel like but the safety thing, I'd be so oh. curious if... 
that's because we're like moms and our kids are going out now. Like, I wonder if you asked like 22 year old Tamman or Allie, like, would we feel the same way? I feel like it got worse. Yeah. Like around the pandemic, there was like whole streets of just and it was so hard because they couldn't put the homeless anywhere because there was no place for them to go. So they just Mm -hmm. shipped them out and moved them somewhere else. And there was just like like whole like little mini cities of these tents lining the street. And Mm -hmm. I just. I would never like walking around West Hollywood. I I wouldn't. I stayed in an Airbnb there last month, and I didn't walk around. Yeah, it's very very like. I mean, they even have, where you live, right, right. They have cleaned a lot of it up, yes. but it sometimes feels like The Walking Dead when you're seeing you mm-hmm. know these homeless people that are very strung out or have mental mm-hmm. you know issues going on, like just kind of dragging along the street, and it is kind of weird and surreal, and it is weird to have because my daughter's eight now so she notices you know mm, for sure. everything so it's like it's very hard like to kind of explain to her but she and it was really interesting because I saw one of her and her friends playing and I'm like what what's that game you guys are playing and she's like oh it's called homeless we play homeless <laughs> oh and goodness. we each are like in a tent and we, and we yeah. shit on the floor just kidding yeah, exactly. <laughs> sorry <laughs> shit on the floor just she's like, like I'm not coming back to this podcast I was like I'm out this is not what my people like to weird, listen to <laughs> But how crazy is that? That's like 20, you know, 2023 kids in L.A. like grew up playing a game called Homeless. You know, that's really sad. It's really sad. It's It's interesting. One before we wrap this up, I Mm. one thing that I find really interesting about it, at least for me mentally, Uh my house here in Nashville is exposed. Right. Like we have space and Mm. we don't have a house right next to us on either side. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's like a scarier feeling than like in L.A. where the houses were all right. Like if something happened, I could literally be like, you know, Joe and like my neighbor would be like, I'm there. You know, like and I just sort of felt comfort and safe in that. Uh Whereas here I'm like. Anyone could be lurking outside. Like, yes. even though I know it's so safe in Nashville, like it's, it's like so, it's so it feels really safe here. It is safe mm-hmm. for sure, and I we I, we love it here now. Like, it mm-hmm. definitely took me a yeah. minute to get there. I think yeah. when, you, when you move anywhere new, mm-hmm. I think it's you know hard to adjust. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But now that I found my people and my bearings, and my kids are in schools, like mm-hmm. I, I'm yeah. like okay, now I feel I love it here. It's what great. you're trying to say is, once since you found me, exactly, <laughs> like you're like gonna stay. I was embarrassed to say it, because <laughs> yeah. you like put on your Instagram recently. You said, uh, you know. I have something to tell people. And I was like, don't leave. And you're like, no, I'm just talking about my kid's school. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, like you worry that, you know, it's funny. My, my therapist said to me, I have a new therapist. She said, you've always felt unsettled in my life because I've always moved. Yeah. I just, I, I've, I was in, I was born in South Africa, immigrated to Australia, left Australia, came to LA, moved from LA to Nashville. So I've never felt like I'm I've been settled. Mm-hmm. So it's like really hard to find community when you're constantly moving, mm-hmm. right? And you're always like wanting to like find something. But then I always fear, like even moving here, like, am I going to be here for very long? And then like, is it even worth having relationships with people? Do you feel that way? Or do you feel like this is kind of going to be your sort of forever home for at least however long? I'm in. Like, I'm yeah. in 100%. Okay. So I, yeah. like, one of the things my friends always say to me is they're like, oh my gosh, you're so good at like, doing stuff with people like I am always yeah doing something because yeah. I treat it sort of like a job yeah um right. I make sure to reach out to people all the time yeah. or do different things like I'm always just doing something and that's yeah. because it's so important to me to like put my roots deep here because I right. really want to give it a chance like mm. I went back to LA for the first time mm. a few months ago and I like cried the whole time I was there because I missed so much about it because I was there for so long and so much of my identity is wrapped up in Southern mm-hmm. California and just California in general mm-hmm. um 
and I want that here. Yeah. But you're not going to feel that in a new place after yeah. a year. Like, I know so many people probably listening to this just out there, like, so many people moved during the pandemic. Yeah. It was a uh-huh. big shifting yeah. time for so many people because people's lives changed so much. Mm-hmm. And they realize I can work from anywhere, do anything. And I get so many messages from people saying, like, I'm lonely or how did you meet people? I it, And I say the same thing to people, yeah. women who are single. Right. Like, how do I meet someone? I'm a like, date. you need to treat it like a job. Mm-hmm. Like, these mm-hmm. dates are... Sometimes painful. These, yeah. fr- these friend dates, yeah. pointing to Tamman over here, sometimes painful. No, I'm yeah, just I asked her on my podcast, so she's yeah. hanging out with me again. <laughs> but you have to, like, even though it is uncomfortable mm-hmm. hanging out with a new friend, yeah. uncomfortable going out on a date with a stranger, you have to do it if that's a priority mm-hmm. in your life. So whether it's dating, mm-hmm. dating friends, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You, you just have to treat it like a job. And that's what I've done. And I'm really putting it all in because I want to stay here. Like, that yeah. is my goal. I want oh. to stay here. And I do feel like I am getting there. Okay. But, like, my goal goal and hope is like to be able to like buy a condo in California or something yeah, like yeah, go back, like spend our summers there or yeah, something no. you know yeah because summers are kind of brutal here right I mean they're a little hot oh they're they're very hot right yeah. we moved here during summer and I was like wait what <laughs> I was like because normally in summer you go out so like yeah. summer I was like I can't go out this is too hot well this summer you're just gonna do my hair my house <laughs> I was like, I'm my like, hair. <laughs> so fuzzy here. I honestly would move back to California just because of my hair. I'm serious. <laughs> I was thinking that the other day. I was like, screw this. I was like, F this. I was like, I'm going to, I want better hair. And I have to go back and just do that alone. <laughs> yeah, it's hot. It's hot as balls. It is hot. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah. But there is, there is good down, uh, upsides to it, too, I feel like. Cost of living, I mean, it's great, mm. right? You can get so much more for your money. Gas, like, hi. Gas is like so freaking cheap here compared to California. California is right. Insane. Yeah, I also feel like here's a good like you get space. It's beautiful. I mean, the yeah. trees changing in the fall and blooming in the spring. Yeah. I mean, there are white and pink trees yeah. everywhere in Nashville in the spring. Yeah. Right. Um, and so it is beautiful, and there are really great kind people here. And, right. You know, there's a lot of different kinds of people here too, right. which it's start it's starting to diversify, which I think is really yeah. exciting too. Thanks to you guys oh, coming in. California. <laughs> so I have so many questions that so we just got to get into it. Okay. Okay. So I have actually, do you know, I think I'm the only person who's never, this is why you know that I didn't hang out, like want to hang out with you because of your fame. Um, because I've never seen The Bachelor. Ever. You never ever I've watched never an episode? I've never seen one episode or The Bachelorette ever in my entire life. Or des- or the, I keep saying Desperate Housewives. You can totally tell that <laughs> I have no idea. What's it called? Where were you in 2003? Housewives of, Hello? what are they called? What is it called? The desperate Housewives. housewives. The, the, desperate. Real housewives. the Real Housewives. The Real Housewives. Yes, the Real I've Housewives. Seen, I've never seen Vanderpump Rules. Have you seen Vanderpump Rules? Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. Vanderpump. But I, I know the concept, <laughs> and I know that when you became The Bachelorette, there was, like, all these guys you could, like, date and make out with. That, to me, is, like, a dream. (laughs) So can you just tell me how that process works? Because, like, the whole time I'm like, wait, I can kiss people and not get in trouble? Like, and everyone's cool with it? Yeah. It was... The worst. Really? Oh, no. The <laughs> absolute worst. All right, let me put it, let me frame okay. it to you this way. Okay? okay. It sounds like the dream, right? Right. And yes. sure, if you got to handpick 25 guys to make out with, yeah. it probably would be <laughs> the dream, right? Yeah. You don't get to handpick those 25 guys. A group of producers and casting directors choose them for you. Oh, my goodness. And if you're lucky, if you are lucky, maybe you're mm. interested in three. So think about this. If I let, let's just say, let me put it this way to you guys. Mm. If I put you and everybody listening, imagine this in your head right now. Oh, okay. If I put you in a room, twenty guys. I got you. I got you. I'm there. I'm there. There's usually no. twenty five. Okay. Twenty five. <laughs> this is getting better. And if you're actually really lucky, this they throw an orgy. Oh my in. gosh. Where do I sign up? But imagine I do that. Okay. 
six, seven of them are there for only entertainment. Like they know you, you have no interest in those guys whatsoever, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And then, so then like the other, you know, 18, let's say, are like maybe people that they think you might like. Okay. If I put you in a room with 18 guys, what are the chances of you liking all those men? All of them. Finding them probably like a good 10. Having ca- <laughs> I mean, my, my bar is very low. I mean, like at this point, I just will get what I can get. Oh, see, I was maybe 25. not at twenty. At twenty-five, I had high standards. Yes, I was yeah. twenty-five. Okay. I was like, I am marrying Mister Perfect, and I had all these like checklists. Like mm, he needs yeah, to be, you yeah, know, yeah, you are yeah. you're. I feel like yes, as you get older, you're sort of like okay, <laughs> right? Uh, you know, can he like? Do the dishes like I'll marry him? You know? Yes. Is he nice to me? Yeah, yeah. Like, is he not an asshole? asshole. (laughs) I feel like, at least for me on the show, like I knew night one, two guys I liked, and Mm. then after that, like there was no one else. Like so for me, out of the 25 men, there was two that I liked, and the rest, they're not bad guys, great guys, but like no attraction whatsoever. No chemistry. Mm. So then what happens is you go on these dates with these guys, right? Mm. And if you don't show interest in them, Mm. they they pick up on that. They want to like, you're not into me. Like, why am I here? Why am I wasting? It's a very emotional experience being on the show. Like, they strip you of all of your um, uh, sort of crutches, right? Like, they strip you of any type of reading material unless it's uh, religion-based, like the Bible. Um, They strip you of all music, no magazines, there was no, um, no phone, no TV. And that was before social media. Yeah, or was yeah. it before? No, uh, Insta- it just Instagram didn't exist. Okay. Instagram literally was launched, I think, the year I was The Bachelorette. Okay. Yeah. Um, but Facebook was around. I worked okay. for Facebook at the oh, time. I was right. a Facebook employee. That's right. Um, and at one point, I when I was on The Bachelor, at mm. least, I had to go back to Facebook to work while I was still on the show. They like let me work remotely. Oh. So I was like working on Facebook. <laughs> um, and they would like, be over my shoulder, like my handler is what they call them, that like oh, um, watches you, like making sure I wasn't like Posting telling anybody or... anything about the show. <gasps> yeah. Uh, it's different now. Now they let yeah. people be on social media and like do whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it, it, it was a. It's a great. It's, it's a weird experience. I guess I'll just say that. You still haven't answered my question oh. about okay. Oh, so if you out. like two of yeah. them, and do you have to kiss more? See, yeah. are the producers making you? Because like, if mm. you just kiss two, it was not really a show, right? So are you then having? I mean, like, well, like we like you to be kissing more yes. than yes. are they like pushing you into a direction yes so mm-hmm. yes so that, i was like what was i talking about i lost my train of thought oh. that's it you pulled me back thank you um uh yeah you so if you don't make out with them they'll say well if you don't kiss so-and-so he's gonna know you're not interested in him and then mm-hmm. he's gonna leave you and he's gonna leave you and he's gonna leave you and you're gonna be the bachelorette nobody wanted oh and oh, i was wow. super um I mean, they don't say it in that way, but, but in so many words, like, do yeah. you want them all yeah. to leave? Yeah. Like, yeah. like they really play on your. And it's funny because my producer on the show, her name's Cassie. I'm like super close with her to this day. Like, I yeah. adore her now. But we would get, we would butt heads so hard on the show. Yeah. Um, and now she like came to Nashville there to get together, and she's like one of my favorite people ever. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but their job, their job yeah. is to really play off your insecurities, mm-hmm. and my biggest insecurity being the Bachelorette because. I still to this day think that I am like the homeliest bachelorette. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So you I know you're going to say that and it's fine. Yeah, no. I know it's not true. I know it's true. Um, but like all the other girls were just like, even when I'm around them now, they're just like beautiful and in like, petite mm. and um just you know dress really nice and heels. And like when I went on the show, I like didn't even own a pair of high heels. Like I was like, 
graphic tees <laughs> and Converse and, you know. But that's that, what they wanted. Yeah. But that, and yeah. so I was just very uncomfortable. Like, I was yeah. like, I don't deserve this role. Right. Like, none of the guys are going to like me. Like, yeah. I am going to be the bachelorette nobody wanted. You know, and I just, yeah. that, I felt that so strongly. So yeah. I was like, I will make out with everyone. everyone. <laughs> yep. Too. And I didn't. I actually probably made out with less people like, than I only most made out with the But no. <laughs> <laughs> there was 25. I honestly think it was like seven. I mean, I think yeah. I actually did oh pretty God, well. Seven, but seven, though, still in a short period yeah. of time. Like, I would date, I, I would date someone and then make out with someone else. And he would dump me. <laughs> Like, that's how it goes. If I was attracted to all of them, believe me, I would have yeah, been in. It's I just, just such an interesting experience, like a social yeah. experiment. Like, I, I it's just, just it fascinating. Is. Wasn't and, and to this day, people always say like, "What's your advice for the show?" And right. I always say, "How cool would it be if they switched it up one season and the Bachelor or Bachelorette was able to be a part of the casting process?" Yeah, you right. know, like even if it's through like a one way or two way mirror right. or one way yeah, mirror, yeah, whatever yeah, it is, yeah. where um, they could see like, okay, yeah, th- cast that one, not that one, that one, like. Yeah. What a, that would make for such a more interesting show yeah. because there would really be more of those torn feelings. Yeah. Right. When they're like sitting there being like, oh, this decision is so hard. I don't know who to send home. They made the list, you know, day right, one and right, they can't right. wait to send those people home. Right. Like yeah. it's not, it's really not that hard of a decision until you get to like the top three maybe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So like, you know, from an outsider looking in, you know, it seems like the whole show is like public, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, you're constantly on camera and you're seeing everything, but are there like true moments of like private time? Like if you really, let's say you liked, you know, what one guy or whatever. If Roxy wanted like, to strip someone. I know. I'm like, <laughs> would I be able to have some alone time with the man? Or do or is it literally just like the cameras are always there? Because I know like they show like a fantasy suite and the, but it seems like the cameras are there rolling like the whole time. The fantasy suite, work? they stay with you like up mm-hmm. until a certain point and then they leave. So you, okay. that's the first time you have alone time with somebody. The okay. only bits of maybe a little bit of alone time that you have at all up until the fantasy suites right. are like um, if you're shooting a date for the day, the crew has to break down yeah. for lunch legally. So oh. they can't shoot through the day. They have to. Everyone has to break down and stop. Yeah. And so I remember like being on a date and um one of the guys who I did like, Roberto, he oh. was like across, we were all breaking down. I had to sit with my producer for lunch and he had to sit with the yeah. producers over there. Like they wouldn't want us to have any conversations oh. off camera. Um, but we would like try to and I'd like try to sneak him notes or, well, you know, like yeah, you yeah, try yeah. to have those little moments, but yeah. like not, you don't really get much. Oh, Is there anything you regretted about being on the show? Yeah. Like, would you do it again? Um, if I wasn't married, <laughs> yeah. um, no, no, like, would you do no. it again, again yes. back then? Absolutely. Right. I mean, it gave me the life Changed I have life. now. Yeah. I mean, I didn't meet my husband on uh, a reality show, but I did actually kind of is real. I did meet my husband on TV yeah. from opportunities from that show. For, right. So for that reason, of course, I wouldn't have my kids. I wouldn't have him. Right. Yeah. Um, but yes, I mean, it's such a cool experience. Would I do it now in 2023? I don't know. Mm. It is one of the main questions I've gotten over the last 12 years since I was a bachelorette, it's been that long, mm-hmm. um, is like, would I let my daughter do it? Or right. one day when you have a daughter before I had kids. And I always said like, absolutely, no question. It changed my life. It was amazing. I learned so much about myself. And now I'm like, I no can't tell her what to do. By the right. time she could be on the show, she's going to be able to make her own decisions. But I would strongly advise against it at this point. Yeah. Because social media is so cruel mm-hmm. and people are so hard. And like, I know me as a 38-year-old woman, it's very mm-hmm. difficult for me sometimes to read the comments that I get and not like beat myself up. So I'm right. like, I don't want my daughter to go through that. It was mm. when I was a bachelorette, there was no like these crazy Reddit and mm-hmm. all these things. Like there was like some forums, but it was like AOL chat room 369 yeah. mm-hmm. where like people would talk bad about me. But like right. I I would have to actively go seek right. that to find right. it. Whereas now it's just all in your Everywhere. face, you know? Everywhere. And I just, these poor 
kids because yeah. really I mean you're so young when you're on the show um the mental health struggles that they face mm-hmm. are just horrifying I right. think so I just I would not want her to do it at this yeah. point yeah I know like at, at the end of the show Roberto who you mentioned before proposed to you right yeah. and you guys dated for a she while. watches the show you I know I do I, I'm like so fascinated like who's Roberto it's, it's like, <laughs> Roberto was very hot yeah, yeah. he was he was right? an attractive guy really good looking guy yeah. but I would imagine like when you break up with somebody whether it be on the show or not it's like a real breakup. You know, you don't really talk to each other like afterwards. Maybe you go like your mm-hmm. separate ways. But is there ever a chance not to not to date again? But I mean, just to even be in communication with that person again. Or is it like one of those things where when the breakup happens, that's it. Like we're done. I mean, I think it's like any other breakup. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's harder to break up, I think, mm-hmm. because think about it. Right. In any relationship, it's really difficult to leave a relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it, it, sometimes it, it sometimes it. It's difficult until it becomes clear, right? right. Like yeah, it's yeah, difficult, yeah. difficult, right. and then one day you're like, "It's clear, I'm done." Right. Yes. Um, so imagine that, but then imagine that with like millions of people wow. also being invested in your relationship. Yeah. That makes it like even harder, right? Mm. Especially when they watch that relationship come to fruition, mm, and all, you yeah. know, it just it's a lot. So that made it. I definitely we both stayed in that relationship way longer than we should have. We were together for yeah. a year and a half, and like mm. we should have been out three months in yeah um but uh yeah i mean throughout the years like he's texted i've texted here and there yeah. like when big life events have happened like the birth of my kids or you know like yeah, random yeah. things like or he i think a, two years ago like text me happy birthday or something you oh, know yeah. but like yeah we're not in yeah touch. it's like yeah exactly yeah. it's like here and there yeah but i have nothing but like yeah good things to think about him we were just yeah wrong people yeah not meant yeah. to be totally great people with other people (laughs) i think when i think about you though and like what you've done and all the things that you've achieved like i don't ever see anyone talk badly about you Mm. like ever like i don't i've never heard like you kind of i've been in this business for 20 something years and you normally hear rumblings about people and it's like you hear and i never hear anything bad so so even to like write on your social media something negative i don't I don't understand what you could ever do because unless you've got some really dark <laughs> I, shit no. that I don't know about. But like what like what is what what could like you're just there's nothing that you ever do wrong. Yeah. You're perfect. You're like, who are you are you? perfect. But like well one, I am so shocked to hear that. And honestly, like, not nothing, because I don't think people so good. I just think my she's bit. like and she doesn't end the podcast <laughs> over. She's like, I don't goodbye. know what to say this. Goodbye. Yeah. Like no. you don't ever do anything wrong. It's like you're perfect. I'm not. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, like when I'm I watch not. your stories, I'm like, ugh. Really? That story's perfect too. <laughs> but like, are you perfect? No. So what's I think wrong everyone about you? hates me. No. Like, I what truly is wrong think- about you? Nothing. Yes, so many things are wrong with me. Um, please. And make one me of my feel biggest. Better. <laughs> one of my biggest. Um, one, okay, oh, I guess yeah. let me start here. When I was The Bachelorette, yeah. I was young and selfish, and um, it, I everyone wanted a piece of me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, in the ba- the producers throw you under the bus. You have these, like, walls up that are, like, so intense. Yeah. And so then when I went on after and, like, did different work in the industry, mm-hmm. right? Like, I worked for E! News, and I mm-hmm. worked for, um, you know, I had a travel show and things. I was a bit of a not great to work with. Um, like Why? I Because I... Before E! News, mm-hmm. for example, um, I had, like, this sort of, like, first one, I was thrown into the spotlight for The Bachelorette. I went yeah. from, like, 
literally didn't even wear makeup, never wore or owned a pair of heels in my life to like mm-hmm. thrown on the cover of every magazine possible. I mean, it is such a jarring experience. Mm-hmm. Paparazzi. I, I remember the first time I got attacked by paparazzi is the best way to put it. Uh, a salon had offered mm-hmm. me a free color for my hair. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I was oh, like, my- they're going to do my hair for free. <laughs> this is huge. Oh my gosh. I get out of the car, and of course, I didn't know this because I wasn't in the world. The salon had called all the paparazzi to like get all the photos of me going into the salon, getting my video mm. of me getting the hair done in the salon. And I got out of the car, and twenty photographers surrounded me. And I remember just like oh, I was shaking so bad, I couldn't. Mm. I had a suitcase with me, I couldn't even get it out of the car because I had my body yeah. was shaking so much. Wow. So anyway, imagine that you're thrown into all this stuff. So then you kind of are like, all right, I am the shit. Like, yeah, of yeah. Like, oh my gosh, like. <laughs> Like I remember one point one paparazzi told me your photo is worth more than any A-list celebrity <gasps> out right now when the wow. bachelorette's going on. So this Ooh, uh, was yeah. back 12 years ago. Imagine now. Like, it's just crazy. Yep. So anyway, um, after that, then you go, I worked, you know, for uh, a travel show, which mm-hmm. I, I was fine with that. But then and I was kind of like, oh, OK. Oh, no. Yeah, no, keep oh, no. going. It's going to be really quick. <laughs> yeah. Up a travel show. <clears throat> travel show. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't lose it. Don't lose it. This didn't happen the last guest. I keep telling you that. <laughs> you're breaking the camera. Well, the good thing is working in television, you're used to you stuff yeah. like this. And you're like, right yeah, exactly. where you go. It's like... I know. They're like, you're in the middle of a crying scene. They're like, and sorry, the boom's in the shot. And you're like, I'm still sobbing. Can you wait till I've taken a sniff? You're like, can't stop now. Yeah. I'm like still snobbing. Snobbing. So- snobbing? Snotting and sobbing. Snotting. I miss those days. I haven't been on a set for three months. Two months. Two months. It's... It'll be fine. It'll be fine. (laughs) It will be fine. It will be fine. It will come again. It will come again. I actually feel no stress. That's good. I really... Everyone's stressed about the economy. I'm like, meh. Yeah, see, I don't know why? Like, what can you do about it? I can't like, do anything can't about do anything it. About it. Yeah, okay. I can just be me. <laughs> okay. So I did this travel show, mm. um, went on E News, and I kind of felt like I was like, you know, my career was starting, mm. and like all this stuff was happening, and then um, with E, e-, e- yeah. being a uh, you, you, Roxy, right. you worked red carpets. Right. It's a tough. Yeah. job like people don't realize they look on the inside out mm-hmm. from the outside in rather and they're like oh gosh she gets to wear dresses and heels and get her makeup done all this stuff like no, no. like you get your mm-hmm. you sit in a makeup chair forever every single yeah. day getting all that done which is my worst nightmare yeah. i hate that stuff yeah um your hair's falling out because of all the hot irons in it then you're wearing <laughs> heels all day that hurt you're sitting on red carpets for three four five hours to get one sentence from a celebrity like yes. that really really did a number on me so i hated that job yeah. honestly like it was really tough for me and i don't think they liked me very much <laughs> because of that so i kind of had this feeling of like ever since then like you know i, I ruined my you know right. I, I i burned bridges or something right. when i worked in hollywood because mm. that wasn't for me type mm. of deal mm-hmm. and then for me like i i constantly don't think people like me like that is where my, does that come from I don't. Armchair psychologist. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think maybe a little bit of social media. Right. I, I constantly mm. think like, oh, you said that and that's stupid. Or mm-hmm. you, ugh, you're talking about like, that you have no reason to even talk about that. Or right. like, I'm just always, you probably do this too. I feel like every social, like, Yeah, but mine started this. like, I had your, you know, when you said you were on the cover of all the magazines. It was, I had it at 15. Yeah. So I feel like that's, it's not. A worse experience, but I feel like I was very malleable. Mm-hmm. At 25, your frontal lobe at least has developed a little more than when you're 15. So I just never felt like I was perfect enough. So I guess what you're saying, but I never, I've never been like, I felt like the shit. 
I've never felt like this shit. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've never felt like that. But I get what you're saying. Like, I, I, I never, yeah, I just, and at my job, like, I just, it, the problem is my numbers to me equate to my value mm. and that's really bullshit because I can't control that mm -hmm. and it's also it's just so random right and right. sometimes the posts that I think are the most vulnerable and like open sometimes don't do the best and then I then you're right then I think that people don't care but yeah. why do I even care what they random Margaret from Mississippi like what no one from Mississippi follows me. Like, <laughs> Margaret from Nashville. Who would be called Margaret? Come on, Stacy from Nashville. Um, with her two kids. Like, why do yeah. I even care? I've never met her. Why do we care? I think we care, um, one, because it's our job, mm. part of our jobs. Yeah. Um, I think we also care because you think that if, you know, Stacy from Nashville doesn't like me, <laughs> something must be wrong with me. Like, right. I, 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 like, why wouldn't they like me? Well, I want to be the best that I can be, or like, I want, like, yeah. I think, yeah, I just always think like, okay, I'm not good enough. And then as like, you know, people often ask, and anyone who's listening might be curious. I don't know if you've talked about this on the podcast before, but, you know, a lot of people like to say to me, what is your job? And I'm like, are you seriously asking that question or do you not know? And I realize some people truly just don't understand right. the world of influencing and like mm -hmm. what kind of job it is. Like, it's not work. It's so much it's work. so yeah. much work. And it's so much stress because your success is, is like you see the numbers every single day. And it's mm -hmm. like, oh, okay. Like it's not like, it's oh, oh, people didn't mm -hmm. like your photo. Poor you. It's like, well, no, because people didn't like my, my photo. I'm not, it affects like the next brand deal I'm going right. to get or what's going to happen. And it's not as easy as like, oh, look at me. I like Starbucks coffee. Buy yep. Starbucks coffee. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, or I should use my own. I should say one to three life, which is my <laughs> hydration company. Um, buy this. Blah, good blah, plug, blah. Good plug. Yeah, good plug. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's not as simple as that. Like when I do my, you know, blog posts, I right. spend hours finding the clothes, buying Ugh. the clothes, taking photos of the clothes, making videos, making the content for Instagram for my blog. Like that is so much, much work. work. Zooms, mm -hmm. um, getting these brand deals, negotiating them, mm -hmm. um, all the other content. So if your right. if your channel is. 20% commercials, what mm. they call it. It's the same rule of TV. It's got to be 80% entertainment. So then, mm -hmm. like, your life, right, you're sharing content. your life right. in that content. That is, that, it, some of it's fun and you're just sharing fun things you mm -hmm. do. But a lot of times, like, you actually have to think, like, okay, like, what, how is, why is my life interesting today? <laughs> yeah. right. Why can I, what can I talk to my followers about that isn't so selfish that also can help them? Like, this mm -hmm. is something I wake up every morning and I'm like, my eyes open and uh. I'm like, ding. What yeah. can I do for my followers it's the today? first thing I think about. And it's about. like heart palpitation. Heart, like I'm like, my heart starts beating so fast. It's it's a stressful job. It's an amazing job. Mm -hmm. It is a wonderful job. Like the fact that, um, you know, we can make a living this way and be mm -hmm. home and be right. with our children. I am so, so, so grateful for mm -hmm. that. But, you know, you see people like memes where they say, like, I quit my nine to five mm -hmm. to work for myself and now I work 24 seven. Right. That's what That's it is it. to be a social media influencer. You are working 24 seven. You are always on. If you don't post an Instagram story, at least for me, I'm like, oh, an hour has gone by and I haven't posted an Instagram story. Like, I've got to post something like yeah. and I'm never able to just disconnect. My friends sometimes will be like, Ellie, just and I'm getting better at it. Yeah. Like, I'm definitely you, we getting... went for a walk. Yeah, we didn't it was like get 45 minutes. Social. We weren't on social. We both did afterwards, though. And so we just went for a walk. Just in case you were wondering. I got a comment once and it really rubbed me the wrong way. And I was going to, I was going to, um, I was going to talk about it on my Instagram, but I was like, I'm just going to leave it. And she said, Can you stop? Can you please stop um, posting ads? Mm -hmm. And I thought, Okay. But then you don't get to see all of this for free because yeah. where where do you think 
this time like where is this time Mm -hmm. and and the sad thing is because I would do it for free Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't probably do it as much and I probably wouldn't do it as in depth and I probably wouldn't be finding links and giving Mm -hmm. tips and tricks I'd probably just share every now and then like Mm -hmm. I have a friend who shares like once a week great Mm -hmm. but when you're doing it as much as we are like do you do they really think that you are giving up your entire life when you're not you're you're not with your kids sometimes Mm -hmm. you're like the other day I had to be on my phone rather than be with my kid because I had to produce something for content do they really do people and you're right like they don't really understand the concept do they really think that I'm just doing this just for fun yeah no you're totally right and the the thing Mm -hmm. is what I always say too with like the ads like at the end of the day the ads are usually getting you a discount and if you're (laughs) that's true if you're following somebody who you've bought Maybe not one product because everyone things can work different for different people. But like maybe mm. a couple products that you've bought and you're like, this is junk. Yeah. What, what, or like they're promoting something that you're like, there's no way they use this yeah. product. Like then make your decision about that. But at the end of the day, like I'm sure in great skincare discounts and like makeup get, discounts. And a like, meal service, $6 per organic I meal. That. I, I, that looked good. I'm actually going to um, make up another email so I can get the discount because it's such a good <laughs> discount. <laughs> it's six, and it's, I'm, I'm actually I actually ordered those meals way before I even got. So I think I was just putting it out there, and they saw that I was already using it organically. Yeah. But but six dollar meals organic to your door, right? I mean, but do you think you always follow your like your heart or like what you're really interested in? If the check is big enough, I mean, if it's like a big check coming, like a good big deal, I mean, would that sway you? Maybe it's like a product that you didn't necessarily oh, right. use or you didn't really necessarily want to use but the only time I have done that mm. was 10 years ago mm. when this all first started and I was just like oh my gosh I'm yeah. getting money to talk yep. about something like I couldn't believe it it was for like a flat tummy tea or something oh, I did that we too all did right that. in the beginning yeah. we yeah. all did we that thought, yeah. <laughs> I was like you can poop your brains yeah. out yeah. Yeah. I was like so they irresponsible were, like, the first brand that like hit up like all like I feel like they were like and they everyone. would, do, they would yes. do like five posts for X amount, yeah. you know, and, and they like, oh, have yes. hit me up so many times since then, and I've said no, no, yeah, no, no, yes. and I've turned down big, like life-changing money deals. One in particular was a weight loss pill oh. um, that I saw another person that I know do, and okay. it was um, no joke. I'll just say it; it was mm-hmm. a half a million dollars. <gasps> You can give that to me. Like, <laughs> I'm not just about kidding. To, no, just yeah. for everyone listening, that is not normal money. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. That is, like, it was life-changing money. And I was Uh like, I would not, if this is not something I would feel comfortable Uh recommending to my friend, Uh I'm not recommending it to my followers. So I turned it down. It was one of the toughest decisions I ever had to make because, again, it would have been life-changing money. And I was just like, I can't do this. So, no. I. And Mm. the thing is, like, Someone said to me the other day, I hope everyone finds this interesting. I think influencers in the world think, is yeah, interesting. I, think so, I was right? actually thinking people, as you were talking, I was like, I think people are really going to yeah. love this podcast because it's like social media is very interesting to people. They don't know behind the scenes. Yeah. They don't know what goes it, into like producing all of this, yeah. you know? It's a, it's, yeah. It, yeah, it's a, it's a lot. But, it's a lot. Um, you know, 
someone the other day said to me, like, you promote a lot of, um, and this wasn't, this was actually a kind way she asked it, um, a lot of like skincare and beauty mm-hmm. products. Like, what ones do you actually like? And I was like, I, I would be interested to go into anyone's bathroom and see if there's one brand. Right. Right. Like, does anyone have one brand of anything in their right. skincare or makeup bag? I don't right. think so. Like, so I did a post and I shared, like, okay, this is all the different makeup brands I'm wearing today. I mostly wear the same brand, but like, here are some of the other ones of other things right. that I like too. Um, and then same with skincare. I'm like, I use this with it. Like, I'm realizing people mm. want to see, like, the other stuff you use too. But yes, mm. if I'm doing an ad for Dime, I can't talk about Strivectin in that same <laughs> right. sentence because it's it, 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 you're doing a sponsored post for them. But, you know, I try to talk about those other things in between too. Mm-hmm. But I really like the, the products that I promote. I really like all of them. You know, yeah. And uh, back in the day, when you're talking mm-hmm. about bad, bad deals, like years and years ago, I remember I got a deal for like two thousand, which is the most amount of like long time ago when first first started, like mm-hmm. two and a half grand. I was like, oh my god, two and a half grand. Um, this was like I think the first year that that it all started, and it was for. <laughs> oh my god, I can't even believe I'm saying. You put these things on your mouth and you suck, and it makes your <laughs> lips bigger. <laughs> but like it like swells your lips up and so my instagram post was like this like thing covering my top lip and it looked really big and the bottom one looked small and i did a selfie and i was like as i post i was like who am i what have i become i was like 27 or 28 or whatever it was and i was like this was my first ever one and i was like i would i never now yeah i mean that is so unless it was half a million dollars (laughs) you're like i would do the lip filler for like very little that i wouldn't do for half a million dollars (laughs) and i think also it's hard to on instagram to organically grow like it once was back in the day. I lose you know? followers every day. And people also oh, will so, message me like, yeah. don't you think people don't like you because you're losing followers? And I'm like, no, it's because of those Spend, giveaways yeah. that everybody did oh, like a couple right. years ago. Like yeah. I basically mm-hmm. lost those people, which is makes sense. Like, right. um, and yeah, so that's another reason I beat myself up. I'm like, people aren't following me. They must I don't even like look me. anymore because my because because you can I can you can for me, it's like one point three. I don't know if it's one point three and 65,000 or 1.3 and 33,000 but I didn't look and then I, I looked and yeah I'm, I'm losing every day too TikTok seems to be the platform that mm. that really promotes exponential growth yeah. mm-hmm. and so I always say to people you have to diversify like if you're going to be in social media you got you can't just have one platform like you gotta right. and also like if because I get these questions all the time like oh I want to do this like what where should I start and I'm like just start yeah. Like, just start and don't be – because for me, like, when I was saying, like, you seem so good, I f- feel like the word is you seem so authentic, whether you mm. are or not. Mm-hmm. When I watch you, I feel like you're being authentic. I feel like for me, I haven't been lately. I'm kind of just, like, not being true to myself. I have filters on, and that's just because I don't like what I look like that close up on a camera. Like, I don't want to film my face all the time, you know? And I know it's my job, but I don't want to. Mm. But when you – and I was saying this to Megan, when when someone doesn't have a filter on, you actually trust them more. Like, you know, when someone's selling mm-hmm. an ad with a filter mm-hmm. and without a filter, I definitely trust the people who don't have a filter. I mean, on. We're all swiping for Paris. <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, everybody right. has that filter on. Like, like I can't even look at my features. No, I mean, like, you still have features. Like, you still have your same features, you know? But it's not like you've changed your lips or your nose or your thing, whatever it is. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think everyone, whether you have a million followers or one follower, feels like a phony on social media. Like, mm-hmm. everyone's like, I'm not being myself because you can't show your whole life, you know? Right. And then you're yeah. like, like, I saw something the other day where somebody said, let's normalize or let's let's ban or I don't know where the word was, some probably 
hip word I don't understand um but something about banning cancel. like crying yeah let's let me cancel crying on in social media um like saying like I'm over it like mm. don't pick up your phone when you're in tears blah 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 and I was like okay and then I, and then someone else is like I'm sick of seeing people show their perfect lives all the right. time and mm. how perfect they are like we want to see the struggles and then I post a struggle and then I get a dm from somebody saying like boohoo and you and your rich house and you're gonna cry that's because a them problem like yeah. but do you see what I mean like yeah. I feel like on social media especially if you have a deep desire for people to people please right. which I definitely do mm -hmm. um, and I think a lot of us do most of us do mm -hmm. no everyone wants to be loved and liked this is right. human nature right mm -hmm. but I think on social media like you kind of can never feel like you're being your real authentic self because what is that on social media right mm -hmm. like it's right. not like a it's not the Truman show there's not a right. camera on you 24 7 to show all the ins and out but then like what if you are having a moment where you're crying is that disingenuous because you pick up your phone and you record it or right. are you trying mm -hmm. to show the real you it's just you can't win yeah, you know, so I think everybody struggles with what you struggle with, whether you have, again, like I said, millions of followers right. or one. Like, it's just like you're sort of like, who am I? What am I showing on mm. here? Is this me? Well, mm. you can be like the sweet. This is what my grandmother used to say. My Texas grandmother. grandma. <laughs> She's like, you can be the sweetest peach in the basket and somebody is not going to like you. Yeah. And it's kind of true, right? It's like, yeah. so I think for me, too, like, and I think this, too, is like just coming with like you know getting older and all that i'm starting to give a little less fucks yeah a little less fucks <laughs> every day i'm like you know what you can't you can't make them all happy because yeah. they're all somebody is gonna have some opinion and they've had a bad day and they just want to get in there and like fuck with you basically yeah. you know and it's like it's kind of like you know you just kind of i don't know it's, it's sometimes it's easier for me to just be like I Bye, think that comes, it definitely comes with age. It's hard. Yeah, I think it. I think so too. I think it does. I think I let. I care less about my. I want to do more about my appearance, but care less about it. If mm -hmm. that makes like, yeah. I know that that yeah. sounds, sounds like it cancels each other out, but like, I'm not afraid to like. Maybe it's. I've never had Botox. Maybe do that, but I'm also okay with the fact that my stomach is probably never going to be the same. You know, right. <laughs> because I love my kids, and yeah. I think you just start to just let go a little more. Right. You know, the crying on social media though is interesting because I've only done it like twice. And and it does feel strange to take a picture of yourself crying. But then I thought to myself as I was driving home, like like last week, because I saw someone else crying on social media. And my first instinct was like, ugh. But I was like, oh my goodness, isn't it just an em so cr sadness is an emotion mm. as happiness is. Mm -hmm. But why do we? Why are we celebrating ha happiness but not sadness? Why? Why? Like my husband doesn't cry. He does, really doesn't cry because he's been taught that crying is weak or you shouldn't be vulnerable or you're not like a man, whatever it is. It's just a version of this spectrum of emotion. Mm. So like what does it matter crying, laughing, like there's so many different types like we need to see all of it like what's like normalize who, who cares if you take a picture emotion. smiling yeah. and you take a picture crying isn't that yeah. the same thing because what you're showing your real pain and other people feel uncomfortable because they've been mm. taught that they shouldn't being vulnerable is a negative thing yeah, yeah. you know I don't know no I, I hear you mm -hmm. so my boobs are the next one on <laughs> my like, crying yes, I'm crying because of my boobs yeah <laughs> boobs I know they just keep falling I mean the I lift know. is coming sometime soon but I wanted to swing back <laughs> a little bit because we were talking a little bit about this before and um, during the, the chat you mentioned obviously we both worked on the red carpet before right <laughs> the red carpet so yeah I think too that's another example of people see the outcome right they mm -hmm. see like 
everybody dressed up and like celebrities coming down and the flashes of cameras, but they don't know what really goes on inside, you know, mm-hmm. or behind the scenes. And it's like, you're standing out there waiting for three, four, five hours sometimes mm-hmm. waiting for people to come. And then they're in a bad mood and, and they, they treat don't want... you like garbage they treat... and you cry afterwards yes. and you're worried you're going to lose your job. I'm sorry. Yes. The right interview question. <laughs> yes. And... yes. And it really get like a lot of time. I mean, I love, obviously you love when things go well, but then like, when people are not so nice or not so kind to you when you're just trying to do your job, mm. it really has affected, you know, my self-esteem at times because I'm like, oh, my God, maybe I suck. Maybe I'm not good at this. Maybe this is not, you know, what I'm supposed mm. to do. So, like, what was your experience like on the red carpet? Like, did you have certain people that kind of <laughs> bummed you out or was it? You know? <clears throat> How did you know that, Rex? <laughs> you know, I took a wild gander. So one thing, I, I want to give a shout out to yeah. Kelty Knight right now. I don't know if you guys know yes. Kelty, but mm-hmm. she. She's with actually E! Now. She's mm-hmm. at E! News now, but she's worked in the industry forever. She is one of the hardest working people. And you wouldn't know mm-hmm. because you watch her Instagram and she gets to put on these beautiful outfits yeah. every day and interview celebrities. And she's in Hollywood and it mm-hmm. looks so glamorous. Mm-hmm. What I see when I look at Kelty's Instagram is one of the hardest working women in Hollywood. Mm. She has earned everything that has come to her. So I just had to give that shout out to her. I, just, mm-hmm. I always think of her when I think about this because I remember being standing next to her on red carpets like mm. and she's still there. I'm like, how are you still there? <laughs> um, but yeah, people kind of look at it and they think like it's this glamorous mm-hmm. job. And it was my honestly, I think my least favorite job I've mm. ever had. I mean, that's a nice way of saying I hated it. Um, <laughs> least favorite. <laughs> I'm going to use that from now on. Right, right. It's, it's my least favorite. This is my least, least favorite, favorite conversation. I'm rattling right now. <laughs> Instead of my worst. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was, um, and I love E. I mean, it's. Mm-hmm. A, I love reading their articles. I love yeah. watching. Like, it right. was just not for me, mm-hmm. you know? Like, and I respect what they do, and I respect, you know, because I know how hard it is. So, like I said, Kelty E right now. So much respect. Yeah. Love mm-hmm. what you're doing. But for me, it really ate away at my Mm self-confidence. I remember, you know, being on red carpets, like, for example, sorry, Jake Gyllenhaal, I'm going to Taylor Swift you right now. Um, But it was my very first red carpet. And I've never talked about, like, celebrities that were mean to me before because I always thought, like, oh, I shouldn't. Like, what if they just had a bad day? But, like, come on. If Taylor's going to write a whole song about it, it's got to be true. (laughs) Um, But um, it was my my first red carpet. And the the funny juxtaposition is I had just walked the very same red carpet the week before because Mm -hmm. I was in a Woody Allen film. I, that was my first oh, question yes. to you, by oh, the way. Oh, that's so funny. Blue Jasmine, like, a lot right? Of people don't yes. know Jasmine. that. Yes. Yeah. So, are I, you an? Do you have acting dreams? My <laughs> my only acting job, and probably only one I ever will have, because like once you're in a Woody Allen film, like where do you really go? Right. There, right. Kate Blanchett. Um, I was, know, I was like, with Kate Blanchett and Alec Baldwin. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. How do you do? That was my scene. Um, but anyway, I just walked that red carpet the week before, so I mm. went from walking the red carpet and like I'd walked so many red carpets mm. because of the Bachelorette, yeah. right? right? And done countless interviews. And I know how easy it is to be nice, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, people used to ask me things like, who'd you screw last week? You know? And I'd be <laughs> like, like, well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank and, you for asking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I declined the question. Yeah. yeah. This I is my least say, favorite interview. Yeah. yeah, I would just, I would like laugh and be like, yeah. haha, wouldn't you like to know? Or like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, something should be remain quiet. Or like, you know, it's so easy to be nice. Right. It's mm-hmm. so easy, especially if a crazy question is asked, right? Right, yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal shows up the red carpet. Again, my first red carpet for E! News. I'm like, I'm going to kill it. I'm going to be so good. Like, I have to 
prove my I, I practiced I, I rehearsed all my questions I was so ready to go he walks up I'm shaking mm-hmm. in my heels which I'm horrible in heels <laughs> and I say to him hi Jake um who'd you bring to like who'd you bring tonight like for a date like who, right. who's your date tonight or who'd you bring tonight he goes bye-bye and walked away from me <gasps> and I was like <gasps> And I looked back at like the camera, my producer, and I started crying because I was like, oh my gosh, this is my first red carpet. I'm going to lose my job Mm -hmm. because I didn't get any of the questions. He's the star of the film. Mm -hmm. Then he goes next to me. Sorry, uh, I won't say who the interviewer was. Uh, There was an interviewer next to me. Um, and he, she, her question to him was, so if you don't get an Oscar for this film, like those tattoos totally should. Cause he had like, I was all tatted up for this film and he <laughs> goes by kind of a... and walked away because he is a serious actor and these personal questions for my question. He could have just been like my mom right. or yeah. like, when did you like to know? Or yeah. nobody or like next question, like Ugh. anything else. Like, and it, it, so anyway, it's very tough because right. there's some people that are so sad. Oh my God. Tom Hanks. Nicest guy yeah. ever. Like, want him to be my like second is amazing. Um, there's yes. some people like these big stars who are just the kindest the people, mm-hmm. and then others that kind of just like. There was multiple times I left interviews just in tears because one, I was afraid I was going to lose my job, mm-hmm. or I waited on a carpet for three hours, and a publicist came up and was like, "One question," Ugh. and then like you're not getting any of the things you need, and you put your heart into it, and you know mm-hmm. it, it's just it's a, it's a. It, it, the best way I can describe that job for me, it like just ate away at my soul. And I always say like when I started that job, I was this bright flame, right? Mm-hmm. Like I came off The Bachelorette. I just had a travel show. I was like making my way in Hollywood and mm-hmm. having jobs. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I never expected that for my life. Right. And then every carpet I did and every like Ugh. celebrity like mm-hmm. interview that made me cry. Like I was just like that, that flame just like dimmed and dimmed and dimmed and dimmed until like when I was finally done, it was just like out. Like oh. I just like I left that like so defeated, uh-huh. and so like the people who have done it and done it for years, mm-hmm. like strongest people out there, I have all the respect for them in the world because it can be so grueling. I mean, yeah, you know. it is. Yeah, it's grueling. It's yeah. grueling. But then when you do have like the bright moments or the ones where it's like a back and forth that yeah. you really enjoy, it feels it's such a high too. You yeah. know, I mean, you get like such a good feeling from oh, it. Chris Jenner, love oh. that woman. Right, she yeah. is the kindest, she's nicest smart. human yep. being. She knows what she's, she's doing. She's so smart. Mm-hmm. She's so nice. Chris Jenner, all those, all yes. the Kardashians, Kardashian, all, of all of them. Kim, they're so kind. I would leave yes. those interviews like, but like they're so nice and reality stars in general mm-hmm. are so nice, mm-hmm. right? Like reality stars, like their job is to make headlines, right? right. And like mm-hmm. to get the next season of Real Housewives or to mm-hmm. continue the the keeping up with the Kardashians or whatever it means. So they want to give you the good. So it's right. like really easy to ask any questions yeah. to them, right? But um, the the actors are, are, are hit or miss. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, Tim. Tim, and it's like, who are you an asshole to? <laughs> exactly. I've never been an asshole because I always, like, I always, I've been, I've never been an asshole to anyone ever. Yeah. Except one one girl when, like, I was on the toilet and she asked for an autograph. And I'm like, um, I was just like a little, oh, and then one other time, so many times. Then another time my kid was having a full meltdown, um. like, and then she was asking for an autograph. I wasn't rude, but I was like, I'm sorry, I just can't right now. That's yeah. like, no, you know, I my kid's it. having, but, but, and she might, like, think, like, oh, she, was so mean but you're like i'm so sorry I just, yes. it's literally the only time that i've and, ever and said that and i think there's a yeah. difference between people in their like real life's not on a red carpet yeah, they're meant to and be people who right. are on the red carpet like yeah. if you're coming onto a red carpet as an entertainer as a right. star of a show or what have you 
you know you're coming there for a job. It's not like you're just coming. You kind of decide if you want to say something. Like, you're there to do a job just like we're there to do a job. And it's like, give up. You know, it's a give and take. Yeah. It's like everyone's there to do your job. So if you're on a red carpet, you're in a public place, you are getting photographed, you're going to get asked questions, you know, like, be yeah. prepared. But I will say, like, just a second, what you were saying about the Kardashians, they are some of the most professional, well-prepared they like, and I think they love it. They know what they're yeah. doing exactly, and they know what we need as you it know works. reporters a, and everything. Mm-hmm. And they give it to you because they get it. And that, yeah. I think that that is also part of like the magic of the card. Yeah. You know, the Kardashians like they have a good reputation for that kind of stuff. You know, I will say if I have one wish for mm-hmm. myself, right, mm-hmm. of like who I want to be or what I want to be like, right, mm-hmm. it's to be more like Kris Jenner. And here's mm-hmm. why: um, <laughs> it has nothing to do with her money or fame or business ethics. It mm-hmm. is all about the way she makes other people feel Mm. like I believe that you the greatest gift you can have is the ability to make other people feel good right Mm -hmm. like and she has this ability like she would walk into she'd come and guest host e-news all the time Mm -hmm. still does I'm sure or at Mm -hmm. least when I was there she did all the time and she would come in she'd remember everybody's name Mm -hmm. like I can't do that at mm, all right? right like she has amazing memory she would remember conversations she had with like mm. and she remember she'd be like Ellie you told me about that thing you did last week how'd that go like oh. I was mm. nobody to mm. her like in, in same with like not even just to me to the camera audio oh. whoever like she just has this ability to make you feel seen make you feel special like mm-hmm. I wish that for myself and, tr- and try to mm-hmm. attain that in every aspect of my life because right. I just admire that about her and you want so to invest much. that's probably why they've made so much money you yeah. want to invest in that right yeah because you feel right. you feel good, so you want to invest in 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 that business. But um, it's interesting when you're talking about like people who are rude. Because imagine being on film sets with very famous people. Because mm. I've been on film sets with very like A list people, and they're assholes, <gasps> and everyone else thinks that they're amazing. And you have to be on the red carpet, and they go, well, "How's it like working with blah blah blah?" And you're like. Great. It was such a wonderful experience. And you're like, that person is such a bitch. Like, such a bitch. The things that I've witnessed, oh, I could write a book about it. You should. Oh, my gosh. But there's just a lot of people that I've worked with. I have an idea of who you're talking about. But then I felt like, I thought, um, why? I get frustrated because I feel like people should be successful based on talent mm -hmm. and how nice they are. (laughs) Like, if you're talented and nice, you should go far. If you're not talented and you're not nice, Mm -hmm. the buck should stop at some point. I think the issue is, like... For example, Justin Bieber, I'm just going to mm-hmm. use him as an example, right? Like he gets, uh, you know, obviously he has amazing fans and yeah. everything like that. But then he also gets a lot of flack for mm-hmm. like some of his behavior in the past or things right. he's said. The issue with someone like just or like the scenario with someone like Justin Bieber, in my mind, is like mm-hmm. when you're that famous and you, when you got that famous very young, yeah. right? And you probably had some of this early on in your career, too. You can't do wrong, right? Mm. Like, mm. so think about it. From how old was he when he was discovered? 12? Yeah. Like yeah. a YouTube or something? Like mm-hmm. everyone, when you reach that fame so young, everybody is telling you, you're right, you're right, you're right. This right. guy's purple. Like he'll say, this guy's purple. Everyone be like, you're right, it is yeah. purple. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe yeah. I said it was blue. Yeah. And and you're so used to And then hopefully you have a couple people to keep you grounded. Mm. But even those people, even your parents, even 
there's something to be made to be keeping you happy, mm-hmm. right? Like, I do it sometimes with my daughter. Like, if we have to film something together, my daughter, I pay her if she helps me yes, with anything and, I do for yeah. work. Like, oh, believe me, she'll show you. You come to my house, she's got her piggy, <laughs> piggy bank full. She'll show you. But if she kind of throws a little bit of fit when we're about to work, mm-hmm. I kind of, like, let it go a little bit because mm-hmm. we need to get something right. done. Right. Same Justin Bieber when he's younger. His parents might have wanted to be like, you're getting out of here, but he has to film a multi-million dollar music video. So right. you're like, you're fine, you're good, you're amazing. Yeah, right. So imagine that even their your parents kind of, uh, you know, placating you, right? right? Yeah. And then everyone telling you, right, so you grow up, you're doing that young, when you're in your 20s, in your 30s, everything's right. So when someone tells you something you do isn't right, mm-hmm. it's like, Justin's thinking, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Like, right. everyone for 20 years has told me this is okay, mm-hmm. and you're now telling me, even though that other person's probably totally right, being one of the first ones to call mm-hmm. them out. You're so conditioned to believe it's not Justin's fault. Right. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Right. So if like these stories do come out where like a celebrity like acts a certain way, like sometimes it's not their fault. Right. You know, like it's yeah. It's like that's when, the conditioning. If like, everyone's telling you, no. yeah. I hate no. Like no makes me really like I actually have a visceral reaction when someone says no to me because yeah. when I was 15 on the TV show, everyone said yes for so long. And like I was I was with Richard Brant with Richard Branson going to London for the weekend and my life was insane. And everyone was just saying yes, 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 yes. So like even when it says no parking, I'm like, no parking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no parking. Like this is a parking space. <laughs> so I have a really big problem with no. And so when it says no parking, I'm like, does that really mean no parking? <laughs> ah. Yes, I have learned with you the technique of not saying directly no, but having another. I feel way like you do, I actually creative. feel like creative. you do that with me. I do. Yeah, because my mom used to say, like, oh, you bully us into saying yes. Like, you bully us. And I was like, well, I don't want to be a bully. But I feel like you never say no, but you say no, but you don't say no. And it really that's bugs the, the crap that's out of me. Trick. She goes, I go, can you come over? She's like, I, yeah, that sounds good, right? And I'm like, so are you coming or are you not? She's like, yeah, that's cool, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening right now. Yeah, when right? my husband says no, I have like just, a visceral response. Like my spidey tingle is like I, I just I don't like I don't like authority either. Mm. Like yeah, no is no is not my friend. <laughs> you just, I always feel like there's a way to figure it out. It, no? And part of that could honestly yeah. be residual from your childhood stardom mm. of like mm. from a young age, like people wanting to give you right. what you want because yeah. You're the star of the show. If, yeah. if Tamman's not happy, or and you're 15, and when I was 15, I was crying and screaming and yeah. doing yeah. all these. Like I was a wreck emotionally when I was 15. So yeah. to have all that fame at that young of an age, like there has got to be like it's amazing you made it out of that. Like in as who you are today, because I that mean, is some problems. But <laughs> no, but Tammy, you made it out pretty well because remember, I do you think? Yeah, I don't know. There's some problems. <laughs> you know, there are some problems. There's some problems. I'm actually quite shocked. I didn't go into drugs and alcohol, but I think it's because my mother was so afraid. Like, it took me thirty something years to find out she actually didn't go blind from this experience. But she told me from a very young age that she took a drug that had like sulfa in it for some kind of medication, and it made her go blind for a year. Um, was I she fa- lying? I, well, I found out like six months ago that her eyes got puffy, <laughs> like which is not the same thing. <laughs> so my whole life, I thought like, well, if I take a drug, like what if I go blind, or like if I drink too much, maybe like something will happen well, to thank me. You. I'm going to use that. <laughs> yeah, my daughter is 15. So you're just going to lie to her. So her eyes are going to fall out. And I was like, did you go blind? She's like, I just couldn't see. I'm like, so your eyes got puffy for a year? She's like, something like that. I'm like, those are two separate things. <laughs> 
years are like the things are not the same yeah. the things are not alike but I think you know what you came out pretty good because do you remember when we had Tori Spelling come on Tori Spelling came on the show and she yeah. was telling us about like her rise to fame and she said that she thought that the the age where That's you true. get famous is where your emotional you stop. growth stops because it's like so much for your body like mm, you're not the process could not agree with that do you more. think that yes. as well yeah but 25 is a good year <laughs> like I liked myself at 25. Yeah, yeah. 25 is good. 15 is a bit of a shit know. show. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. I don't know if I could say your emotional growth stops. I'd say it's halted. Okay. Yeah. Because I definitely think for me it was halted for like a good five years. Like I had a very warped concept of reality after that show. Like I was very, I felt very entitled. Mm. Like I felt like, oh, I should, I shouldn't have to pay to go to Disney. I should get comped tickets. Right. Duh. Like I'm gonna, yeah, like, it, yeah. it is, and I know, like everyone feels that way after like a level of fame because right. so much stuff is given to you, right? Oh, yeah. Now, come on, expect- now you're like, I'm not <laughs> Disney, but there's a few. Sometimes I'm like, wait, I have to pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> there are some things like I will reach out like if I'm going to do something like go on yeah, a vacation yeah, I'll yeah. see yeah. if I can reach out to the um, resort Hotel. and be like can yeah. I get like a, a discount or right. a couple nights comped or something because I'm going to post yeah, about yeah, it when yeah, I'm yeah. there so yeah, yeah. that's free right. marketing I mean that's marketing right. for you guys so can I get yeah so I definitely will but I do not expect it anymore like right. if anything like I'm like please like yeah, please you know like me. Yeah. Please, please give me <laughs> like and it's yeah so I definitely I did expect it for a while though right. like definitely the first five years and then mm-hmm. maybe even up to like you know some 50-50 up until like seven eight nine years and now I'm like just so thankful if I get it yeah was it like um, becoming a mom that changed everything for you or like what do you think changed like your thought process with that especially kind of like the entitlement issue um, <laughs> not being famous yeah. anymore. <laughs> so if you, what you're saying is, if you were really famous right I'd now, you'd be entitled. Everybody so it's is just by every right. famous person right. feels entitled. Right. Yeah, in that's some true. Way. It's, true. it's just, and the only reason being is that life is about a series of transactions, right? right. Every relationship is a series of transactions. Mm-hmm. Like, why am I here right now? Okay, I get to be in your podcast. One, I'm out of my house. Woohoo, it's super fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, like, oh, I get to be in your podcast. Your listeners are here. I'm here telling my story. You get, like, there's always like yeah. a transaction. Yeah. Everyone gets something like, out of it. You come mm-hmm. over, we go for a walk together. We're getting exercise. We're getting social. Then yeah. we get happiness from being with each other. There's yep. a transaction in everything, right? So, when you have a certain level of fame, you know, these big celebrities, like, then by being somewhere, you're bringing press to a place like, yeah, you should get to go there for free because, yeah. you, like, you're, you're they would spend yeah. all this money on right. marketing anyway, and you're just giving it to them organically. So I think in a yeah. way, in the, but then, you know, people listening is like, they shouldn't get that for free. Like, they're but, rich. They should have to pay yeah. for it. And I get it. Believe me, everybody. I totally get it. But like, they get, like you're saying, they get, mar- but it costs them nothing. It really yeah. doesn't. A, yeah. a room doesn't cost them anything if they're if it's available, yeah. and they're getting marketing. That sometimes I'm like, yeah, they pay they pay you to promote their brand because it costs them a fraction of what it would cost to get that many eyeballs on that brand in any other way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why they pay you to do it because I mean, look at what they can get for what they would have to spend to get that, and even an ad. Yeah. In any other way on who whatever. Yeah. yeah. So these celebrities yep. who are like huge, they're like, oh, well, you want me to pay for a service when right. most companies or brands would pay me right. to do what you're asking me to pay you for? Mm-hmm. Do you right. see what I like? Yeah. So like these big celebrities, like 
Of course, they're all. It's not their fault, right? Yeah, <laughs> like it's, it's the nature of the nice, business. But like yeah. you know, the, the moral is like still be nice while you're doing it. Yeah, that's <laughs> why you're trying totally. to get free yeah. shit, <laughs> right? Right, be grateful. Right? One of my girlfriends yeah. is arguably one of the t- biggest celebrities in TV, and she's one of the nicest people. Like it really is easy mm. to be, be nice. Yes. Like, did you hear that, Roxy? <laughs> I think I'm, I think I'm today too. Stop with your not saying no to me. Just be nice and say well, like it is. Well, there's a creative way to say it, you see. Yeah. Actually, have you guys watched, sorry, I know we got to get going here, but have you watched the documentary with Jonah Hill? Um, yes, his therapist. it's amazing. It's oh, yes, so, I watched Everybody that. watch oh, it. My gosh. It is so good. You would it's love so it. I watched it, yeah. Oh, you did watch well, it. Did you I love it? definitely needed therapy. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I, I I, sent all the sections to my mom that I think she needed to hear and all the sections to my yeah. husband <laughs> I thought he needed to hear. Well, the best, my, my favorite thing mm. I took away from it mm. was the thing about closing your eyes and imagining mm. a world full of love. Mm. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but he, he said, close your eyes and imagine a world full of love. There's love all around you. You're sucking in the love. You're, you're just like absorbing it all. It's coming into your heart and you're just like your heart is swelling with like this incredible amount of love. Now think about and again, I was kind of tired when I was watching this. Um, but uh, so I don't remember the complete application. But the way I took it mm-hmm. is that he's like, all right, now imagine this person. And I was thinking about a person like I've had like a little bit of an issue with or like right. having, not even an issue with. I've had a, I've been having a hard time seeing the good in them. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I've been like wanting to talk badly about them or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't want mm-hmm. to. I, I really, truly try not to talk bad about mm-hmm. anyone behind their back because I think it's toxic. But um, so I, this person, I was like having these urges to like talk about them. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't want nice. to. <laughs> and so I, I imagined all the love of, in the world uh-huh. sucked into my heart. And then they he said to like, then imagine that you like embrace that person and you give all of that love to that person. You like become oh, wow. one with that person and mm-hmm. you're giving the love to them. So like you, you both encompass this love. It was the crit. Like I did it. I closed my eyes. It works. Mm. So that's kind of how I feel about life. Like Mm -hmm. be nice, be kind. If there's someone you're struggling with, like just imagine and try to have love for them. Mm. And Mm. wouldn't the world just be a better place, guys? I mean, (laughs) if that is not the best, you know, thought to walk away with. I agree. (laughs) 100%. 100%. Well, we're going to let you go. But right, we always do a tiny little game right at the end. And this Mm -hmm. is called... The rose ceremony. <gasps> oh. <laughs> what how we got give, that? You have to give a rose <laughs> to one of them. Oh, okay. gosh. And it can okay. be it can be places, people. Oh, it doesn't okay. have to just be, like, mm-hmm. okay. men. <laughs> you want to go first or you want me to host? Okay, you go first. Since I started the last one the last okay, time. Okay, Facebook or Instagram? <gasps> Ooh. <sighs> so I got to go quick, huh? Um, I'm going to give my <laughs> Rapid ro- fire. <laughs> it's a new game. Rapid fire. I'm going to give my rose to Facebook only because of my Facebook group, which is the most amazing group of women ever. Oh, yeah. that's a good one. The Bachelor or The Bachelorette? Uh, the Bachelor's getting my rose. Mm. Why? Why is that? Because I hated being The Bachelor and I loved being on The Bachelor. You loved it? I love being a contestant. You sat around, drank yeah. margaritas all day, hung out with your girlfriends, <laughs> didn't have to work. Like, it was the best. It was yeah. like a three-month-long vacation, <laughs> Yeah, you know, with girlfriends. Whereas when yeah. you're at The Bachelorette, you're going on all these dates with dudes you don't really like that much, having to make out with dudes you don't like that much. You're mm-hmm. exhausted. You're getting no sleep. It's yeah. It was From all the making hor- out. Right. From all the making out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I loved being on Poor the Poor you. And they weren't just, just like, the, the girls weren't trying to tear each other down. No, I mean, everyone we were was all cool. friends. Oh. I mean, there was like one girl that I didn't get along with on my mm-hmm. season, but like no we all hung out and had a good time oh okay. yeah. would you rather give a rose to sleep or sex <gasps> to s- sleep <laughs> i oh. thought you would pick that sleep i was like she's gonna choose oh sleep. gosh i have an aura ring which like measures your sleep yeah. i legit sleep nine to ten hours a night that's every so night. good so How? if he was thank like, you to my husband who wakes up with the kids every morning <laughs> so amazing. if he wanted to have sex but you were like mm-hmm. uh it's gonna it means i'm not gonna sleep very much 
you would say, I need to go to bed. I mean, if I was like, you know, a couple drinks in and feeling ready, <laughs> I would sacrifice the, the sleep. sleep. But if I was like tired and not in the mood, sleep. Okay. Please. <laughs> you. Don't, don't touch me. <laughs> uh, tequila or pot? Oh, tequila. Mm. Oh, yeah, I don't smoke yeah. weed. I mm. love CBD, and especially yeah. CBD with THC, like mm. a little bit of THC. I, I can't smoke weed, though. Like, no, I, that makes me very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, I mean, it's been years, like, right. when I was, like, in college. But, um, I, but, like, with a little bit of THC, it's, I'm telling you, try it. Do little you gummy, feel, gummy, huh? because yeah. when mm. I have smoked weed twice in my life, I hated it. Drove myself to yeah, the hospital. Yeah, I hated it, too. Literally drove myself to the hospital. I was like, I'm dead. I thought oh. I was dead. It was horrible. And then I fell asleep. <laughs> it was the worst. And then I ate a pizza. I was like, this is just so dumb. <laughs> I was like, I hate this whole experience. Like, what? But you like that pizza, I bet. I, I mean, it was taste. So I was like, because I couldn't feel my face, but like, I could feel my mouth. This was so weird. I hated it. I was like, called my mom. I was like, um, I don't think I'm dying. It's been like five hours, but it says it's been a minute. It was horrible. So this a little bit of THC doesn't make you feel stoned. It makes you, mm-hmm. if you take a lot of it, like I... Just take one. one I, I take one that has CBD with like trace amounts yeah. um, of TAC. Mm. It's so little. Like it just, I'm, you, you, I've been posting about this. We've talked about this a little bit. I've been like on this like sober curious mm. journey lately yeah. where I've okay. really cut back on drinking alcohol, but I really crave at the end of the night it's that little year, bit of release, yeah. like that yes. like tiny little buzz when you have a glass of wine that you're just like, Ooh, I'm a little, yes. like wine didn't make me drunk anymore because no. I drank too much wine mm. one probably, but like it just kind of made me a little, yeah. you know, yeah. unless I had like a ton, but the trace amounts of THC, it just get, it gives me that little tiny buzz. Like, mm. I don't feel out of control. Like, if something was going on in my kids, I could drop, bring them. But to, do like, you feel I, like I, yourself? Because weed does not make me feel like myself. Neither. Me either. Yeah. It's completely different. Okay. Right. Because yeah. you did, Tamman, these are, it's like designer weed now. Or like designer. <laughs> she's like trying, she's CBD, like my drug pusher. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's not even right. like the, uh, yeah. can I say what I take? Yeah. I take focal. I'm, yeah. it, Full disclosure, I have like a 3% stake equity in the company. You're such a good person. You're like, by the way, I do have a 3 so I, I would just be like, I wouldn't say any of that stuff. I'm super shady. I chose, here's the going back to the influencer thing. I chose that over getting paid because I believe in the company so much and I believe that it's going to do big things and it's helped me so much that I'm like, I want to help other people and I'd rather like really build this brand and make it something than just take a paycheck because I believe in it so much. But anyway, it's legal. Like it's not like, yeah, it's like, like weed isn't legal in Tennessee, but these are like, they ship here. Like it's legal to come here. So it's not, it's not like weed. Drug. It's not okay. like when you take a drag of Will it make me blind? Wait. What? Will it make me blind? <laughs> no. <laughs> just puffy eyes, right? Just puffy eyes. Just puffy eyes. I'll be like, like, Allie, I don't know what happened. I took your CBD. I got puffy eyes. <laughs> I'll take a selfie. <sighs> well, on that note, we should probably let you go. <laughs> on puffy eyes. <laughs> well, so can you tell everyone where, like, I know that everyone already knows where they can find you, but oh any, my gosh, no, any, any, anything else and mm-hmm. also your company? Um, oh, my gosh. Yes. yes. Well, what, if anybody wants to try the CBD, um, use uh, 20 Alley, 20 mm-hmm. ALI, and you get uh, 20% off that. So that would actually be nice if anybody wants yeah. to try that. Um, and it's awesome. Uh, Alley.mano on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Come find me. I will be crying sometimes, showing my <laughs> happy life sometimes. You also show your stomach. Sometimes. I was like, you showed your stomach the other day. I was like, I, I know. You I probably have, like, that. the perfect stomach, though. No, no but she sits I don't. down so, and she shows it, and I'm like, I'm not there yet. 
But maybe it's because I'm also an actor. And I'm kind of like but not supposed to show But even posts like that, it. sometimes mm. I'm like, are people thinking that I'm just posting this for likes? Like, I overthink everything I post. Like, I'm worried all the time that, like, I don't want anyone to think other than, like, what's in my heart. And nobody knows what's in your heart, so they're not going to know, you know? Right. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. And then my hydration company, it's One to Three Life. Yeah. Um, it's actually, we are fulfillment centers here in Nashville, and we employ women survivors of domestic abuse, um, of uh, like sex trafficking, mm-hmm. uh, refugees. There's been refugees from Ukraine, wow. Afghanistan. Um, so it's pretty cool that where our product is fulfilled, they employ women like that. That's so amazing. I think that's pretty awesome. So that's it's a hydration company. It's mm. like, you know, the little packets that you put into your water. It's got less mm-hmm. sugar, less calories, less sodium mm-hmm. than the other guys. Um, and it tastes really yummy. And it gives you I should have brought you guys some. Yeah, I know because yes. I've used other okay. brands before and they're actually too sweet for me. The, ours is very mild. Yeah. I'll get, I'll get you some. Yeah. I'll get you some. Uh, I, know, I don't want to get free you. stuff. <laughs> we need to get you on the CBD too, girl. I know, I will. All the things. Yeah, I take Gat. Anyway, I take so many things. So many Well, our My Hydration Company too, the whole site's 50% off right now. It's a really oh, long, oh. long story and we're losing money selling the product, but we have to sell through it. And this is being a small business owner that's like... I hate owning a small business, by the way. It's mm. super stressful. We talked about this. Your yeah. clothing line. It's um, your least favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Not hate. Oh yeah, it's my least favorite. <laughs> least favorite. It's my least favorite. Um, but it'll grow. But yeah, but yeah, but long story. But we like didn't put a clumping agent in our thing, so mm. sometimes it sticks together. But it's the cleanest. That's why we didn't do it. So now we're selling it discounted. So if you want to get some, go get some because it's a really good deal. Well, thank you so much yeah. for being here. I'm so yes. I've wanted this to happen for so you know I've been bugging yeah. you to be on the podcast for so long. So and text you guys, me anytime I, we didn't talk about this on the podcast, but right before we started the podcast, you said that you don't text me because you think you're annoyed. Like three sending times, too many texts. only three times in the last like week have I thought of something that you would like. Then send Just it to like, me. I was like, oh, this is funny. No, I oh, and the thing is, I love last minute hangs too. Like I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm really bad at like. It's almost better to do it that way to have yeah. a last minute hang. You know, I'm like worse at scheduling things mm. out. Like I'm all about mm, last yeah. minute hangs. Like mm. I would like let's hang, let's hang, let's hang. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if I'm near my period, I don't want to see anyone. <laughs> yeah, you never want to see anyone anyway, Tamin. That's not true. I see Ali. <laughs> You <laughs> just don't want to see you. you. <laughs> no, I do. You do. You do. I do. Okay, do. guys, we're gonna get out of your yes. hair. <laughs> um, you can find us on Women on Top Official on Instagram and Women on Top Podcast on a Facebook. And I am Tamin Sursock. And I am Roxy Manning. And we are Women, Women on, on Top. top. <laughs> <laughs>